This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, December 9th, and let's talk about the weather. We have been stuck in a cold, showery pattern the last several weeks, but significant changes are expected this coming week. And I have some very good news for California. Today, Friday, a vigorous frontal system is offshore and it's approaching. And I expect to see rain spreading over the lowlands later this afternoon and snow will push into the mountains as well. Now this front will move eastward on Saturday, leaving cool, showery conditions in place over western Washington and Oregon on Saturday. Uh, The lowlands tomorrow only get into the mid-40s, and I expect considerable snow will pile up in the mountains on Saturday. Well, then it gets interesting. The upper-level pattern will push the jet stream and associated storms and upper-level troughs into southern Oregon and California for ex- for several days, in fact, most of next week. Now, I expect to see lots of rain from San Diego in Southern California all the way up towards to Medford, uh, even up to Eugene in Oregon. And so there'll be a lot of precipitation to the south of us, and there will be massive amounts of snow, many feet of snow in the Sierra Nevada mountains and the mountains of Northern California. And this is very, very good. This is going to be a significant event in improving the water situation in California, where most of the reservoirs are only at about a 50% of normal level. They need the snowpack and they need rain. Now, the pattern next week with us being on the northern side of the jet, of the jet stream, in that position, we will be on the cool side of the jet and we should remain cooler than normal next week, but we'll also be drier than normal as well. Most of the weather action will be going south into California. Next week, highs will be only in the upper 30s in the western lowlands, you know, most of the week. Now, in eastern Washington, temperatures will progressively cool during, during the week, and I expect by the time we get to Thursday and Friday, Temperatures will only get into lower 20s in the Columbia Basin. And then after that, the highs will only be in the teens. So much cooler in the eastern part of the state, especially by the end of next week. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Did you ever wonder why clouds stay in the sky? Clouds have substantial weight. In fact, a typical puffy white cumulus cloud can weigh a million pounds. A very large cumulus cloud, like a thunderstorm cloud, can be many times that. And while the clouds stay in the sky, rain produced by clouds falls out. Why? And not all rain falls at the same speed. Uh, Some rain, like drizzle, very light rain, gently descends to the ground, while big raindrops can fall so quickly they can sting. 
This podcast will explain how this works. A key concept is that of terminal velocity. If you throw something out of an aircraft, the pull of gravity causes it to accelerate downwards. It initially speeds up, but then something interesting happens. The acceleration downward begins to decrease, and eventually the object stops accelerating completely, falling at an unchanging speed. This is called the terminal velocity. So if you jump out of an aircraft, you will accelerate to around 120 miles per hour, which is the terminal velocity for a typical human body. Now, this explains the survival of some World War II flyers that were ejected from damaged aircraft and they didn't have a parachute. If they fell into the trees, that sometimes slowed their fall of around 120 miles per hour sufficiently that they were able to live. They may have been hurt, but they survived. So why doesn't a falling object continuously accelerate and speed up until it hits the ground? It has to do with air resistance and drag. Air causes drag on moving objects, something that is pretty obvious on a windy day. And air drag clearly increases with wind speed. Now imagine an object at a certain height. It has a weight, and that weight pulls it downward. And as it moves downward, at first its speed is quite low. And if it's moving slowly, there is not a lot of drag. But as it speeds up, the drag increases as it accelerates. Eventually, it speeds up enough that you get a balance between the downward acceleration of gravity and the drag force. And you can think of the drag force as working or pushing in the opposite direction of gravity. Now, the force of gravity increases for bigger, heavier objects. And as a result, a lead weight will tend to have a much higher terminal velocity than, let's say, a ping pong ball or a tennis ball. Now, a cloud droplet, a small cloud droplet, is perhaps a thousandth of an inch in diameter. It has very little weight. As, as a result, its terminal velocity is extremely small, about 0.05 feet per second. That's one twentieth of a foot per second. In contrast, a big heavy raindrop with a lot more gravitational pull on it has a fall speed of about 30 feet per second. So you can see why you know, there's a big difference between raindrops and, and cloud droplets. Now let's get back to why clouds don't fall out of the sky. Cloud droplets have a very small fall speed downward. Okay. Now, you'd think they'd fall out of the sky slowly, but they don't. The reason is that there is upward motion in clouds. Most clouds are produced by rising air. When the air rises from higher pressure near the surface to lower pressure aloft, that the air expands and cools. Cooler air can hold less moisture than warm air, and eventually the air rises enough so it can just hold the moisture it started with. The relative humidity is 100%. We call this saturation. If it rises anymore, the moisture starts to condense out into cloud droplets. So, and rising motion that produces clouds can be caused by a number of mechanisms. Air can be pushed upward by mountains or shoved up by a cold or warm front. 
or heating near the surface can cause the air to convect, move upward and downward like in a hot cereal pot. So you have the combination of rising motion produced by the clouds and a small terminal velocity for the cloud droplets results in the cloud staying aloft. Now, why do dro raindrops fall out? Because they are much larger and heavier than cloud droplets, and thus they have a much larger fall velocity. In fact, greater than the upward motion that produces the cloud. And why does drizzle just waft down slowly? Because drizzle droplets, they may be rain, but they're very small raindrops, and so they have a lesser terminal velocity. So a cloud may be very, very heavy in aggregate in total, but because of the nature of small droplets, the, the cloud is able to stay aloft. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.